Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hannah's shit show called Life. Just kidding. This is Misperception Podcast. Although I feel like that could have made a catchy title. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Misperception. Thanks for being here and tuning in this week. How was your weekend? If you watched the Super Bowl, did your team win? Unfortunately, mine didn't, but we got to see the weekend perform and also get really fat. But we had an excuse, right? So it's fine. But anyways, let's get into this week's topic. But before I do, I wanted to give you all a little update in my life. <laughs> you guys, guess who just snapped me the other day? Just guess. Mm-hmm boopy bop right the one that me and my sister were fighting over not really, really even fighting we were just like oh, whatever but if you haven't listened to i think it was episode four the one where me and my sister talking about man's robbing go listen to that and then come back for context but yeah he sent me a snap and he just said like sup with the simpy face that you all know i don't like and i also don't like it when guys say sup i don't know it just feels so like non not like caring you know but yeah he sent me a snap and this was the first time we have talked since i left him on red okay and when it comes to this stuff, I'm like really guarded and cautious because I feel like the bar for men is so low right now. I apologize to all the males listening to this, but the bar, you got to admit, it's kind of low. So you just have to protect yourself, you know? So anyways, I responded with a selfie because I always do that. And I don't like to talk to a black screen. Like when someone sends you a message and you just read it on a black screen. I don't know. I don't really like it. It feels so impersonal, you know? So I always try to match his energy. If he sends me a picture of himself, I'll send him a picture of myself. You know, just reciprocate the energy. But anyways, I was like, did he just send this to all of the other girls? Because like we haven't talked in like a month. And then all of a sudden I get a random message. But anyways, I checked his snap score like the stalker I am. And I literally asked my girlfriends if his score was high. I didn't give them the exact number. I just asked them what snap score they thought was high right by the way please comment and tell me what you guys think is a high snap score so his snap score wasn't as high as mine so that was a good indicator not that i'm like snapping a lot of dudes i'm just saying but we ended up talking for over like three days until it stopped again lmao but guys remember when i said that if a guy remembers a detail you just told him yeah, well, he remembered. So if I'm taking this Valentine's Day, you already know. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not done with the streets yet. Kidding. Or am I? We'll just have to wait and see. So that's the latest update on my freaking dramatic and so not there love life. I was trying to figure out a word for that, but I couldn't. So <laughs> we're just going to go with not there. <laughs> so in this episode, I want to talk about college, uni, university, whatever you call it. Okay. If you don't know, I am a sophomore in community college and I've learned a couple of things throughout my two years that I would like to share with all of you. 
So I'm just going to get right into it. So number one, don't overwhelm yourself. As in, you can only take so much, so don't try and speed up the process if your plate is already too full. So I had to learn this from actually personal experience. My first semester of college, I was scheduled to take 19 units, which is equivalent to about six classes. And the max at my school was like 19 units, unless you had special permission. When I talked to my counselor about this, I told her that I wanted to take this many classes because I wanted to be able to transfer as soon as possible, right? And she told me that wasn't a good idea because this was my first semester and I should take time to transition and get involved on campus. Looking back, I'm so glad I cut it down to four or five classes because by doing this, I joined ASG, which is basically ASB or student council. I don't know why my school calls it that, but whatever. And I was able to meet a lot of cool people. I met one of my closest friends from that. And I also met a special person that I will talk about later. I appreciated that time so much because now that most of us are online and doing school through Zoom, I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to, you know, just be on campus and actually make friends, explore the area and keep my GPA up. And I just think that it shows you that you should only give yourself as much as you can handle you know don't overwhelm yourself i said that really ugly but you get the point (laughs) number two never buy books until you see an assignment that requires that book or your professor explicitly tells you my second semester at school i took an art appreciation class that required this textbook so i bought it and we never ended up using it okay I realized that sometimes the professor will tell you to buy the book because they wrote it or they will get a commission from it, okay? This means that they will trick you into buying the book without ever using the book, and this is actually told to me by a professor. This is one of the things I love about going to community college. The professors understand all situations and will likely not assign you an expensive-ass book. Actually, in one of my classes, I didn't buy the book, but my friend would send me literally all the chapters that I needed to read from the book. So if you have someone that you can clutch onto like that, then, you know, you don't have to buy the book. So, yeah. So be careful not to get tricked by your professors and hold off on buying books until you actually need them. Number three, but if you do need to buy books, I got you, okay? I have two free websites that are technically illegal, but whatever. We are broke bitches out here and just trying to survive, right? So the first website is called Z Library. You're going to search z-lib.org and you'll just search your book and download it. I love using the site because it's super quick. I actually got two of my required texts from here for this semester. So don't worry, I already tested it out for you guys. And actually, I get a lot of the books that I just want to read off of there too, instead of going to Barnes and Nobles and actually buying the real book. I feel like it's so much more convenient to have it on your phone, even though I do like physical books as well. But it's free, so you know. The next one is called Library Genesis. Search up libgen.li this was recommended to me by a friend i got one of my books off here last semester but libgen is a little bit harder to navigate but you can still find free textbooks on there okay i hope that helps you guys save some money number four one of the most important things i've learned from college is to take advantage of all the resources it provides you okay 
During COVID, my school offered us the opportunity to apply for their emergency fund or relief fund, okay? And this helped a lot. You should also take advantage of scholarships. Let me repeat that. Take advantage of scholarships, okay? Guys, it's legit free money. What is better than that? I made the mistake of passing up on it last semester, so I made sure that I did it this semester. All I had to do was fill out a simple application, write a couple paragraphs of what I do to further my education, blah, 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 and bam, done and sent, okay? You're most likely going to receive like one scholarship, but it's fine. It's free money. Literally, what I heard is that they give you the check and it's supposed to go to education, but you could literally use it on whatever you want, okay? But for legal reasons, I'm just going to say use it towards your education. (laughs) Some of you may say, well, that paragraph, Hannah, I have to write an essay? That's so much work. Stop, sis. Stop, bruh. Stop. Just stop. Stop watching TikTok or Netflix for like an hour and just write the goddamn essay. It doesn't even have to be that good. So just sit your ass down and do it, okay? A lot of schools also offer free like tutoring programs or assisted learning programs. So don't be embarrassed to use those programs if you need them. That's exactly what they're there for, especially if they're free. What in the world? There is nothing in life that is free except for these college programs. Technically, you're paying tuition, but you know what I mean, okay? Also, I'm not sure if this is just at my school, but they offer a free medical center, which is amazing because they give out like free lady products, medicine if you need it, flu shots, and more, okay? Basically, there's a lot of shit that your school offers, so use them while you are there, okay? Number five, I have two words for you, student discount. If you are a shopaholic like me, so many stores offer student discounts, so use them. You just join like Student Beans or some site like that and you get all the discounts, okay? Usually it's like 15, 20%, 10%, something like that. But, you know, money off is money off, okay? Usually if you go to a website and scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll find it in a little text and it'll say student discount. So make sure to keep an eye out for those. Number six. You got to make friends. This is so, 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 so. Did I say so yet? Yeah, no. So important. Everyone needs friends. And in college, this is literally the perfect place to meet new people. You can try joining ASB like me or joining clubs that just get involved on campus, okay? And don't be afraid to start a conversation. Look, in class, if you are not there, you need someone to send you notes or help with homework. Who are you going to ask? Obviously, you're not going to ask the professor. So you need friends in that class, okay? Or at least acquaintances. Hannah, how am I supposed to make friends when everything is online now? I got you. This is probably really embarrassing, but I'll just tell you anyways. So my school uses this forum called Canvas, but literally like two weeks ago, I went through the list of people in my class and usually they have like a profile picture, right? And I shot them a message through Canvas, basically asking if they wanted to exchange socials, like to help each other out in class. I did this to about five people per class. So that's like 15 to 20 people. And I got like 12 replies. 
So what I do is I look at their profile picture and if they look like nice or kind, then I would message them. I also try to mix it up by messaging girls and guys, but obviously do what you're comfortable with. I feel like the guys think that I'm trying to hit on them, but literally, dude, I just want your answers. <laughs> Damn, I should have said I had a boyfriend or something, but I don't know if that makes it weirder. Ugh, I already did it, so... Many of you guys may be like, Hannah, why'd you message so many people? Listen, you need at least two friends from each class because if one gives you the wrong answers, who are you going to turn to? You also need to verify these answers and it's basically less work for you overall and not everyone will respond. So just to be safe, I messaged five. But like I said, do with what you're comfortable with, okay? A lot of replies were like, wow, that's so brave of you to reach out. But I'm literally like, this is online. They don't know you. They won't see you in person. So literally, it's not even embarrassing because if they don't reply, sucks for them. They won't get your answers. So literally, you guys know that I would never be this direct in person. But like I said, this is online. So you have more to gain than to lose. Try to keep the message really simple. I'll read you what I said. I said, this is directly quoted from what I sent my people. I said, hi, insert that person's name right here. So it seems more personal, like you're addressing only them. Okay. And this isn't a copy and paste message when it really is, right? <laughs> I'm taking course name with you. And I was wondering if you wanted to exchange socials or information like Snap, Insta, phone number. You pick whichever one you want to use and then add so we could help each other out throughout the semester. Keyword here is we. Remember to create that sense of unity. I talked about this in one of the episodes before too. And it really helps to, you know, engage the other person. And then I added something like, it's so hectic, especially now that school's online. So it'd be great to have a friend in the class. By saying friend, you send the message that you're not looking for someone just to help you or just to give you answers, okay? It sounds more lighthearted and amicable. If you're not comfortable with this, don't even worry about it. This is what I said. Thanks in advance and then sign off like sincerely or best regards and your name. You see how simple that message was? I still got 12 replies. So babes, work harder, not smarter. Now you have friends, people who can help you with schoolwork and a bunch of new followers on Instagram. So look at all the benefits you get just by reaching out to a classmate. To be honest, people aren't used to people doing this. So by initiating a friendship, you are unique and you stand out. That's why everyone called me brave, but Lord knows I'm not that brave in person, okay? Now let's get into college dating and romance, okay? So at a four-year college, or honestly any college in general, I'm just going to tell you and warn you if you don't know already, there's going to be a lot of people that are only looking for temporary love, as in one-night stands, as in fuck boys and fuck girls, okay? So if you aren't looking for the same thing, then you need to understand that people out there are going to say whatever they want or whatever they think you want to hear to get into your pants. So I want you to be careful, okay, for men and women, 
be careful of who you choose to get into a relationship with or who you choose to associate yourself with because a lot of people out there have ill intentions and they don't care. They only care about themselves and that has nothing to do with you and has everything to do with who they are, okay? A lot of us may think, oh, it's a phase, but you don't want to be trapped in that phase, okay, babe? You do not want to be just a phase to them, just a hole to them, okay? So I just wanted to say that before I tell you all my story, okay? So I'm going to tell you the story that you've all been waiting for. And no, I did not get screwed over by an F-boy yet. <laughs> I feel like it's inevitable when I go to a four-year college. But this is the story of the boy that wrote my paper for me. So get your popcorn, kids, because this is a good one. Telling it back, it kind of sounds like a movie. So where do I even begin? I'm going to call him 24. So 24 and I had a class together my first year of college and I didn't like anyone all throughout high school or even had a crush. So this was like kind of new and exciting for me. So anyways, I told you guys that I was in ASG, the student council thing at my college. In the very beginning of the semester, ASG required all of us to go on a leadership trip. So we all got onto a bus and they hauled our asses up to the middle of nowhere for the weekend. Basically, about like 50 of us who were literally complete strangers spent a weekend in the mountains, literally sleeping in the same cabins regardless of your gender. But, you know, I'm just getting sidetracked here. Anyways, we weren't in the same committee, so we weren't in the same cabin, but I'm just telling you. And so one day we were all supposed to meet at the hall to do activities. But one of our committee members, there's like, like seven different committees that all fall under ASG. But anyways, one of our members wasn't with us. So my best friend and I, the one that I told you I met in, um, in ASG, she and I went to go look for him. And by the time we got back, everyone was already paired for the activity. And literally, he was already there. Like, I don't understand why we're the last ones to come back. Why didn't someone tell us? that he already they already found him like what okay but anyways so basically everyone was already paired for the activity okay you had to be paired with someone that wasn't in your committee so obviously me and my friend couldn't be together so the director paired her up with another girl and me with 24 and i kind of recognized him because we had a class together but anyways we sat next to each other and we were supposed to talk about questions provided by the director and but I don't know what happened. We just ended up talking about like other stuff. I think it's because I noticed something on his like lock screen because he had his phone and we were just talking about that. So fast forward to after the trip and now we are just in the same class. In that class, I was friends with these two other guys that I had kind of like just formed our own group on like the first day of school. And I kind of just stuck around them, okay, until I met 24. So it was kind of me and the two other guys versus the rest of the class. That sounds so bad. But we I don't know, until 24 came along. So after the trip, during break, I would hop over the desk to talk to 24. And honestly, I literally didn't think anything about it. I just thought that we were talking as friends because I just liked talking to him. He was just a guy that I enjoyed talking to and spending time with. It wasn't like I didn't have the intentions of like, oh, he's going to be my boyfriend. None of that. 
Anyways, in ASG, I became friends with the vice president of ASG. And guess what? She told me she was interested in 24. And apparently what she told me was that they kind of like have a thing or something. And like they went to the movies or something. And then he like kissed her on the head. And I was like, okay, so they have a thing. I will respect whatever you guys have and respect my friend and not talk to 24 outside of class or like not pursue him because obviously he has a thing with you right but i honestly i don't know guys i can't explain it i guess we just had like a pull towards each other like we would wait for each other after class just to talk to each other i don't know like it was weird okay in this class we had to do a museum project and i asked him if he wanted to go together so we could just like get it done right honestly i don't remember like I didn't ask this guy on a date or anything. I wasn't a date in my mind. I was just like, bro, we're in the same class. We're going to, we have the same project to do. Like, might as well just go together, right? So anyways, after a bunch of misscheduled dates, he's like, I'm busy. And then I'll be like, I'm busy. And he was like, okay, this day I'm going. So if you want to come with, we're going on this day. And I was like, um, okay. I actually left one of my classes early and drove home so we could go. I literally sound like such a simp. But picked me up and we went together and it was cool. Like we were just hanging out. Thank God I didn't go alone because I'm not an artsy person. Like I like going to museums and stuff, but I don't know. When I look at art, a lot of people can see like the deeper meaning or like the emotion someone put in it. I don't know. I just can't see it. Maybe I don't have an eye for art, okay? I'm not bashing them. I'm just saying I can't see it. So for the project, we had to write a paper on our findings, okay? And I had told him that I was going on a trip to Thailand over break. And he offered to do the whole thing for me because he wanted me to enjoy my break. Who's the simp now? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I was like, uh, no, I'm not going to let you do that. You're not doing your project. You're not doing my project for me. For legal reasons, this is a lie. I'm making this stuff up, okay? But then he kept saying he would do it. So yeah, he ended up writing the like the five page paper for me. And I was still questioning if he liked me or not. <laughs> Looking back, I'm like, Hannah, how could you be so stupid? Okay. The day the paper was due, he told me to meet him in the library. So I went to go pick up the paper and he didn't even finish writing his yet. On that day, it was due. I was like, my heart. But it like, <laughs> here comes the funny part. So when the teacher was grading our papers, right, she asked him to go out of the room first to speak with her in the hallway. And I was like, oh, shit, like she knows she knows that he wrote the paper for me. Oh, my God, I'm going to get in trouble. Like this is my first class in, you know, starting off college. I'm going to I'm literally not going to graduate, blah, blah, blah. And then he w came back and he was like, oh, she just asked me if um, someone else's pictures were found online because apparently you have to go to the museum and take the pictures yourself and not find the museum pictures online. So she thought that some one of our classmates did. So she asked him and then she pulled me out and I thought it would be the same conversation. OK, the same like, oh, did this student like go to the museum or was this or these pictures taken online? And guys <laughs> oh my god this is what i get okay this is what i get for letting this guy that i liked do my homework for me she asked me if i did the project all by myself or did i have help okay and then i was like 
well, I obviously had to lie. I was like, oh, I used like the Spanish dictionary and like I used Google Translate, blah, blah, blah. And oh my God. And then she was like, you're supposed to write the paper all by yourself and not use any of the help. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like I just, <laughs> I just used like the, um, the keyboard, like the different keyboard. And it just like helped me a blah, blah. And <laughs> oh my God. So I ended up getting a B minus on the paper, which I thought was pretty generous. Okay. <laughs> Considering I did not write it all by myself. I didn't write it at all. But this paper, she's <laughs> the way that she asked me, she was like, Hannah, this paper is so good. There's no way that you can write this all by yourself. <laughs> the effort that this guy put into making this paper amazing for me. But I still ended up getting a B minus. But it's okay. It's okay. But I love this story so much. I look back on it and I wish it worked out. But he ended up transferring and I'm still here. So <laughs> yeah, there's more to the story. If you guys would like to know more, please let me know. But I'm just going to leave you on this. I feel like I was very giddy and hopeful because this was my first crush in a long, long time. And it was my first college romance. So it was really fun and special. And like I said, I wish it worked out because I feel like we had something. But at the same time, not all things that you want work out, right? So yeah, that was the story about 24 and the time that he wrote my paper for me. <laughs> If my professor hears this, you didn't hear this, okay? I already finished your class with an A, so no taxi backsies. <laughs> Let's talk about how to live a healthy lifestyle in college. Even if you are a dormer or a commuter, I feel like these advice or tips can go for everyone. So once again, I am not a health professional or a nutritionist. I simply speak from experience. I think the number one thing I can say is to keep your dorm or kitchen area free of junk food or food that is bad for you. This doesn't mean you have to throw out all your snacks. I encourage you to find healthier alternatives for your favorite foods. If you like chips, try getting pop chips or baked chips. If you like soda, try flavored sparkling water or your diet soda. If you like candy, try substituting with dark chocolate, fruit, or even smart sweets. By doing this, you eliminate the temptation of reaching for junk food, yet you satisfy the craving with something that isn't as bad for you. Finding alternatives is a really good habit that we should all try to do. Keep a healthy sleep schedule. I know this is easier said than done, but look, use whatever time works best for you. If you go to sleep at 9 p.m. and wake up at 6 a.m., good for you. If you can, are a person that goes to sleep at like 2, 3, 4 a.m. and wakes up at 2 p.m., good for you. Find a sleep schedule that works for you, but make sure you have a healthy sleep schedule. 
So basically, find the time that you're most productive and base your sleep schedule or your school schedule around that time, okay? If you're not a morning person, don't take 7 a.m. classes because you won't be productive. By knowing yourself, you can adapt your sleep schedule and your normal schedule to the times you feel most productive. And just make sure you get 7 to 8 hours of sleep every single day. Stop being on your phone late into the night because honestly that's a waste of time eat regular meals a lot of us in college we feel like we're too busy to stop and eat we'll cut that shit out everyone needs fuel so please eat normally to satisfy your hunger and to keep your body going nothing is more embarrassing than your stomach growling loudly in the middle of a lecture hall okay so stop If you guys are trying to find healthy meals and you want to be healthy, but you just can't, you know, cook meals every single day, well, you need to try to find, you know, easy ways for you to eat healthy. So one of the things that I suggest is to get an air fryer. I know it can be expensive, but it literally saves my life. I will literally go to Trader Joe's and get one of those like turkey burger patties or maybe like the frozen, um, mandarin chicken and you just pop it in the air fryer and let it sit for like 10 minutes and you just go and do your homework and by the time it rings it's already done and you already have a meal for you so finding those healthy options and healthy meals that are like your go-to is really important especially when you are trying to eat healthy in a dorm room okay stop procrastinating guys i'm serious i know i do it a lot too hell i'm doing it right now with recording this episode Something I heard from one of the influencers that I follow is that when she gets a thought, she tries to do it right away instead of waiting. This is a really good mindset that I hope I can hopefully learn to do soon. But I know you can't just stop procrastinating with a snap of your finger, okay? We're not Thanos here. But it's a process that we can all work on. So work together with me. Once you stop procrastinating, you will see that you end up having a lot more time to do your own thing. So stop procrastinating. Try to exercise, if not daily, then as much as you can. This means finding an exercise or sport that you love to do and committing to it. Even if it is just walking around campus or walking to your next class instead of using your car, just, you know, any form of exercise that you can get is a good form of exercise. Like I said, find something that you like to do and just commit to it. I just started boxing again, which is something I love to do. So it feels like a release or a way to relieve my stress. So find an exercise you love and try to do it every day. If not, just walk, okay? Just walk around your campus. That is an amazing form of exercise. Remember just to keep your body moving and active so you can be healthy. For this week's advice, I chose this quote. Don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone. Try new things. Remember, everyone is in the same boat as you are, and they are just as nervous by Deborah Lipson. And I think this is so important, especially in college, because like I said, when I talked about making new friends and how I did it, everyone is really surprised because nobody really does this. Don't be afraid to go out of your comfort zone, okay? Everyone is in the same boat as you. Right now, a lot of us are taking online classes and it's really hard for all of us to make new friends. So I'm sure everyone in your class or some people in your class are also trying to make new friends. So by reaching out first, 
it makes you different. Like I said, it takes you out of your comfort zone, but yet you meet someone that's amazing and that could be a lifelong friend to you just by doing so. Also, this goes for, you know, picking a major. Don't stress yourself out because I'm in my second year of college and I've had so much pressure on myself to declare a major or pick what I want to do in life, okay? And for me, that's such a big decision to make because I like to be sure of what I want to do. For me, I like to dip my toe into everything because I want to be sure that when I do something, I want to do it and I'm going to be committed and determined. Obviously, I can never be sure of anything in life until it happens, right? But I think that trying new things is really important. Don't confine yourself to one thing, okay? If you like to swim, then swim, but you can also not classify yourself as a swimmer you can go out there and try different sports if you are a history major and you feel like history isn't really your thing right now or you're not liking the subject as much as you thought it was don't be afraid to try something else i don't know maybe try like law or something don't be afraid to try new things like look at your course list you can try so many things in college because college gives you so much access to things and like i said in my tips segment Don't be afraid to use the resources provided for you because they're there for a reason, okay? One of the things that I wish that I could do is stay in community college for a little bit longer to take more classes that will actually try to help me find what I'm interested in. Because by trying these new classes, by learning these new things, you will end up finding what you really want to do. And therefore, it doesn't matter how long you take to find that one thing that you like because in the end, you found it. And that's what's really important. So I love this week's advice because it really speaks to the younger generation. It really speaks to us and shows us that we shouldn't be afraid to do something out of the ordinary, okay? We shouldn't be afraid to go out of our comfort zone because as we get older in life, the opportunities become less and less. So when you're young, take advantage of everything that has been given to you, okay? Thank you, you guys, so much for listening to this week's episode and for listening to me blab on for another 20 or 30 minutes. I hope you have an amazing Tuesday and amazing rest of the week. If you haven't already, make sure to follow Misperception Podcast on Instagram and me as well. Hannah underscore N-G-U-Y-Y-E-N. Also, if you liked this week's episode or just the podcast in general, please let your friends know, share on all your social medias because we all know the best way to spread the word is through word of mouth. If you do post misperception on any of your socials, please send me a screenshot and I will happily give you a shout out in the next episode, okay? I love you all so much. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day and I will see you all next week, okay? Love everyone. Bye.